This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. Hey, my friend, welcome to another episode of the show. Before we get started, I want to personally invite you to sign up for my free five-day Get Focused Challenge. Give me five days and I will teach you simple strategies on how to be more focused so you can be more productive. You can either click the link in the show notes or go to mrproductivity.com. Click the banner at the top of the page. Either way, sign up for the five-day Get Focused Challenge. It's my gift to you and it will be worth your time. If you're ready to boost your productivity to levels you've not experienced or haven't experienced in a while, I've got three routines that I want to share with you today. One of them you've heard of. The other one, maybe. The third one, I guarantee you've never thought about it. So let's just jump right in. The first routine you need to establish in your life to boost your productivity is not the morning routine. That's where everybody starts, the morning routine, because it's the beginning of your day. That's not where we're going to start today. We need to start with the bedtime routine. Now, most people I know and most people you probably know, they just reactively go to bed. They don't think about going to bed. They get to be tired and they go to bed and maybe they sleep, maybe they toss and turn, who knows. But there are things you can do to establish a bedtime routine that's going to increase your ability to sleep, which means you're going to increase your energy level because you'll be rested, which means you increase your productivity. So what does a bedtime routine look like? Well, first of all, no electronics 90 minutes before your head hits the pillow. 90 minutes. That means if you want to go to bed at 10 That means 8.30, you have to turn off all electronics. And when I say all electronics, I'm including gaming consoles and TV. Most people think I'm just talking about their phone. I'm talking about all electronics. And it's not just the blue light. You don't need the stimulation from these devices, whether it's a TV program or you're scrolling through Instagram or YouTube. So 90 minutes before you go to bed, before your head hits that pillow, all electronics turned off. So what do you do? You're like, Mark, what do I do? I don't know what to do. What am I supposed to do with the last 90 minutes? Well, there's these things called print books. That's personally what I read before I go to bed. That's my body signal. When I'm reading a print book, it goes, oh, he's getting ready to go to bed. Okay. Read a print book. You could read a print magazine. Now, if you've got the Kindle, the not the Kindle app on your devices like your iPad and your iPhones. I mean, if you have a, a legitimate Kindle, you can also use that. The second thing I want you to consider is your sleep environment. You have a bed in your bedroom, right? It's only two things you should be doing in bed. Sleeping and having sex. So if you're not sleeping or having sex, you shouldn't be in bed. Don't watch TV. Don't scroll through social media. All you should be doing in bed is sleeping or having sex. Your bedroom should be dark and it should be on the cool side. So I live in the South, which means when it's summertime, May, June, July, August, part of September and October, I have my AC cranked down to really cold temperatures. It's proven that your body sleeps better when it's cool. Now, the final thing I want you to think about when it comes to a bedtime routine is I want you to think about the stress. You need to stay away from stress all the time, 
but especially the two hours before you go to bed. It's really important. So don't fight with the kids. Don't fight with the spouse. Don't fight with the neighbor. Don't watch TV shows and that that time before you turn them off, 90 minutes before bed, right? That's going to get you all riled up. Don't watch the news because stress elevates your responsiveness for your body, which means you can't go to sleep. So no devices, at least 90 minutes before bed. If you can do two hours, three hours, even better. Then make sure you're setting yourself up for sleep success and no stress before bed, the last two to three hours before bed. Now we move on to the morning routine. When you wake up, please, 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 please do not pick up your phone. You don't need to check in Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or Twitter or any other social media site. You don't. You don't need to check your text messages. You don't need to check email. You don't need to check the weather and get those news apps off your phone because it's only going to cause you stress, which I just talked about. What I want you to do is get up. Most people have to do a bio break. And I want you to come back and I want you to read something that's uplifting, something that's encouraging, something that's inspirational. I personally read the Bible every day. Maybe you read the Koran. Maybe you read something from Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. Read something that is going to inspire you and help you start your day on the right foot. You just woke up. You don't want to enter someone else's world of problems on social media and email and text messages. You want to start your day the way it works best for you. So read something that's encouraging. Then I want you to do is do what everyone else talks about, the gratitude journal. So I have a bullet journal and I don't use anything fancy. I just have a moleskin line notebook. And I open it up and I date the page for the current date. And I ask myself the question. I write out the question, I'm grateful for, and I list three things I'm grateful for. Now, why three? There's no magic to that number, but what I want to do is every day I write something, I write something I'm grateful for that's different. So if I write my wife, my dog, and my house in the first day, the next day I may write my mom and my dad, my my YouTube followers, and my podcast listeners. So always write something different because you have a lot to be grateful for intentionally write it down. Don't think your gratitude. Don't speak your gratitude, although those are certainly good things. Write them down. They become real. Then I write in my bullet journal, what would make today great? Then I list between three and five items that if they happen today would make today awesome. I'm starting very intentionally. Okay. After I finish this, I write my goals in my bullet journal every single day. This is something I picked up from Grant Cardone. I write my goals down. Now, I don't copy them from the day before. I just write whatever my goals are on my heart today, every day. Now, once I finish with the bullet journal, then I'm off to learn something. I'm currently learning Spanish, and so I open up my Duolingo. I just opened up the phone for the first time, and I learn my Duolingo for 10 or 15 minutes. Some days it's good, some days it's not so good, but the struggle was real. When I finish with all this, I lace up my sneakers and I go for my daily run. I run for about 30 minutes every day. Now, you don't have to run. You can go for a brisk walk. You can go for a swim. You can get on your treadmill. You can go for a bike ride. Whatever works for you. 
You need to get the blood moving. You need to purge your body of that cortisol. When you start your day this way, you feel more energized for the rest of the day. So that's the morning routine. The third and final routine I want to talk to you about is probably one you never heard of. It's called the planning routine. I'm always telling you to tell your time where to go instead of wondering where it went. Now, what does that mean? That means you plan your time intentionally, not just the real appointments, coaching calls, podcast interviews, doctor's appointments. We all do those on our calendar. But I'm talking about putting personal development on your calendar. Personal development is really important to me and it should be important to you. So whether that's reading a book, attending a webinar, watching some training videos on YouTube, whatever the case may be, you need to put that on your calendar. It truly is a true saying, that's why I said truly, truly twice, that what gets scheduled gets done. So if you're serious about your personal development, it must go on your calendar. If you want to take a break, maybe you want to take a nap. A lot of highly successful people and former presidents took a nap in the middle of the day. I wouldn't take it at five o'clock in the afternoon, maybe around lunchtime. Put that on your calendar. If you want to go out in the sun and just soak up the rays of the sun to improve your vitamin D, then put that on your schedule. Don't just put the real things on your schedule because personal development is a real thing. Getting your vitamin D is a real thing. Taking a nap is a real thing. So be intentional about your time. Sit down, preferably the day before, at the very latest the morning of, but I wouldn't do it the morning of because then you're, you know, you're, you've already done your morning routine, now you're trying to get your day started. I would do it the day before. So we have the bedtime routine, the morning routine, and the planning routine. Now, here's something I want you to think about. Very carefully think about this. Number one, your routines can always get better. Why? Because your life is going to change. I'm an empty nester with my wife. We have a three-and-a-half-year-old dog. That's it. Now, when I had kids, my morning routines were different. So maybe three years ago, you had an established morning routine and a bedtime routine, and you just had you and your spouse and a young baby. Now you have the the daughter or the son has grown up. They're now three and a half years old. Your elderly parents moved in. Now you've got more people in your house. So you're going to have to think about how do I, meaning you, establish a bedtime routine that works for me? How am I going to establish a morning routine that works for me? Maybe I have to get up early. How am I going to schedule my time? It's different if you work from home as opposed to when you go to a corporate environment. So I don't want you to go, well, Mark, that won't work for me. It will work for me if you want it to work for you. So what I don't want you to do is get all stressed out. I want you to take a deep breath, relax, okay? then I I don't want you to do all three routines at once. Pick a routine. I don't care if it's bedtime, morning, or the planning routine, and figure out how you can make it work for you. All right? Then go back and pick another one. Then go back and pick the third one. Don't overwhelm yourself. That is a recipe for disaster. 
You can make these routines work for you. They will boost your productivity, but you have to go into it with an open mind and an open spirit and say, okay, how can I make this work for me? Just keep asking yourself that question as you look at your home environment and say, how can I make the morning routine work for me? How can I more make the bedtime routine work for me? How can I make the planning routine work for me? And as you begin to implement these, some days you'll be good, some days won't be good. You'll tweak and tweak and tweak and you'll get pretty close to where something really works. But remember, life is always on the corners waiting to happen. So don't get upset when life happens. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your time and attention for listening to this episode of the Mark Stucheski podcast. Hey, are you a Mark Stucheski insider yet? This is my free email newsletter where I will send you value multiple times a week. And I promise you, every time I send an email out to my insiders, it always has value. So if you want to sign up, absolutely free. Just head on over to mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com.